0: What's good, ladies and gentlemen? This is BM The Poet with my third installment of Poetry Moments. I would just like to thank all the poets who come on to share, as well as all the listeners who support those poets. Some of today's poems you will hear will leave you thinking and hopefully give you a different perspective from someone else's view. If you would like to come on and share your work, please reach out to me at Poet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can email me at poeticallycreativemind at gmail.com. The first poet coming up, his poem was previously read on the episode by his daughter, but he wants to come on and share his work in his own words. I love this poem because it's, it comes from a perspective that none of us will ever remember and probably nobody will ever be able to explain. But it's a unique look from a different perspective. Here's Spice.
1: It's been a long time since I read anything, so um, forgive me if I stumble. But this particular poem is titled, Hello World. And um, I use my imagination picked myself as a baby getting ready to come into this world, so this will be um, Hello World from a baby's point of view. Hello, world. Can you hear me? I'm calling long distance from the embryo universe, using a calling card that only has nine months of time on it. So please help me with my dilemma as quickly as you can. I have a few important questions for you, world. I need to know that you will welcome me with love and compassion because I'll be a new arrival. Can you do that? And can you notify the rest of your peoples of my journey and let them know that I'm a little bit apprehensive about coming out to meet everyone? No, I did not request this invitation, but I intend to show up soon. I'm excited to meet my family and their friends, and I would like to emerge surrounded by lots of love, peace, and happiness, like I was in a womb that protected me. And their love was constant companion. Oh, there were times when stress was evident, but I got over it. I'm going to need a lot more of that maternal kind of attention, if I'm going to make it out there with you, world. So tell me, what is this thing called war? And what is prejudice, selfishness, and racism? Explain the meaning of drive-by shootings and drug use, can you? And why are so many of your leaders considered dishonest and unethical? I have lots of questions, world. So how long will it take before you can give me answers to my questions? Because I don't want to be overshadowed by things I don't understand when my time to appear arrives. Remember, I'm on the calling card, and my time is running out. World? World? Are you listening? Are you there, world? Wow. I don't like being put on hold, My future is at stake. Yeah, man, a different perspective from a
0: journey most of us will never remember. And if you do remember, please email me or reach out to me because I want to know how the hell you remember that. I would definitely appreciate it. The next point I have, Sonia Stuckey, I love this poem and... It was, she read it on the previous episode, but I decided to save it because it's so raw and real. And I just enjoy listening to it. And as she told me during the episode, her, her poetry is very raw and it, it holds nothing back.
2: Flee fornication, competing values, unbridled affections, truth of God's word now brought into question, saints deciding chastity is outdated sanctified life today is overrated life without restrictions sin without conviction and so we engage in mass participation indulging ourselves in fornication bit forbidding to marry loins ablaze with desire lascivious living spreads through the church like wildfire preachers with sad chicks unhappy wives and tears being held hostage in marital conflicts, staying together to keep up appearance, women in the church inciting interference. God is not mocked, nor is he asleep. We are drowning in sin as we scatter the sheep. The whole world is beholding our state of dispute. The house of our God is a place of ill repute, spiritual icons falling like stars from the sky. Their ministries defiled because they're living a lie. God is seeking a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish, yet our values are weak and our integrity diminished. There must be a change, for our time is not finished. God has a master plan of redemption. Take heed to his word and shut down opinions. Stand up in God's truth with courage and dominion, tearing down spirits of lust, pride, and greed. Out of the heart, many issues proceed murder, adultery, and fornication, defiling the clergy and then the congregation. Divorce on the rampage, families in distress, suicidal preachers can't handle all the stress. Works of the flesh have now become the norm. We must flee fornication as the scriptures have warned. Sexual immorality, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity and strife, rivalry and envy, jealousy and drunkenness, dissensions and divisions and all of the rest generations are watching we cannot fail the test what comes out of the man is what makes him defile lifestyles of the wicked have the saints beguiled the church needs a season of purification a return to true holiness and sanctification women of purity men of esteem husbands of one wife who they honor as a queen the church is an institution, a symbol of public trust. We must flee fornication and all of its youthful lusts. We must pray for mass repentance for those who have fallen. We stand in the gap, Lord. We pray for cleansing of their hearts. We pray that you will restore them and give them a new start. Teach your leaders to be sober. Flame the fire in their homes. Keep them happy with the wife that you gave them as their own. Stabilize your leaders, Lord. Keep them at your feet. Give them lives of satisfaction. Make them victors over defeat. Make them be more discerning, Lord. Let them see the devil's snare. Dismantle their contemplations. Help them yield not to temptation. Give them overcoming power, Lord, to flee from fornication.
0: All I can say is that I told you that it was raw. (laughs) Uh, But... Again, I love that poem. It's on so many points that people tend to not want to discuss. The next poet I have coming up is also a previous guest, Lucas Park. If you hadn't heard his story, check it out. It's something that is, is is just amazing and something that sounds like a movie. This poem may have a familiar feel to it. This poem shows the influence of poets from hundreds of years ago and how they still affect how we write today and express ourselves.
3: And it's called The Crow. And um, I get inspiration from Edgar Allan Poe and his poem The Raven. And so I, I... don't know if everybody interprets Edgar Allan Poe's poem this way but i do that the the raven is his thoughts and and i'm pretty sure that's what he was intending people to think with the raven and so i use the crow as my thoughts and this is uh this is going to be a, have more parts to it throughout all the books um and it goes the crow And in the morning out front of my door, the crow asked me how to find love and where does it go? A lonely caw, and a scavenger to most. Once again, he asked me how to find love and where does it go? Should I fly high? Should I fly low? Should I chase a shadow? Should I chase the ghost? Should I stay close or should I go? darker than darkness and ratchet to most the crow asked me how to find love and where does it go don't fly high and don't fly low don't chase a shadow don't chase the ghost stay as you wish and go as you must and if there is one thing to know know that love is not found and love does not go love is purely the reflection of your soul
0: After that poem, I would never look at crows in the same light again. No longer as scavengers. Birds of love. Strange concept, I know. The next poet is also a former guest, Teresa James. She wrote this poem and asked me to join her in reciting it, and I greatly appreciate the opportunity to join her in reciting her poetry. Here's Cosmic.
2: If I was your twin flame, would you light my fire to ignite the spark?
0: It would never have gone out. An inferno would join to light up the dark.
2: Would you brand me deeply and leave your mark?
0: A cosmic display so bright, leaving all visions stark.
2: The stars will dance as we both are in a trance.
0: Of passion pressing towards destiny as we take the stance forever expanding love, filling all voids with ecstasy and romance.
2: My confidant, lover, and friend, I will adore you
0: too. Mm Mm-hmm. That poem makes me feel some type of way inside as well. So, hey. The next poet is also a former guest, S.E. Anthony. Her poetry is, is very personal and emotional and she really digs deep into who she is with her words
2: all right so this is a poem titled still i am tired of writing love letters with no end. tired of you talking to me like i'm disposable i owe myself an apology for not owning myself sooner i put myself on the back burner for a while It's been a minute since I've sat with myself. Been a minute since I've been able to feel my feelings. A minute. All I need is one. To prove to myself I'm still mortal, still breathing, still here. Still worthy of a love that doesn't require pain to validate. One I don't have to heal from. One that reminds me of my potential. I want that. I deserve that. It's been a minute since I said this out loud. A lifetime since I actually believed it. I have nothing to lose. Everything to gain. I lack nothing.
0: Again, I love how her words flow and how she's so descriptive in describing herself and her situation. By now you'd think I would know what poem I want to read, but I still don't. But I do have one. I wrote this last night, uh, probably about three o'clock in the morning. So bear with me. I haven't done any editing to it, so I'm just going to read what I wrote. It's untitled. You dared me to stay drug free. But you're the one that brought the drugs into our community. If this is the land of the free, why do most of the people in prison look like me? A drug test to shake some fries while you make decisions and do coke lines. If race doesn't matter, why ask me about it when I apply for credit? To be honest, this world is about one color. When they see you as green, you are made of money, the true American dream. The simple fact, whether you're red, green, orange, white, or black, we all want to live comfortably in this coexisting habitat. I'd like to thank all the poets that came on to share. I'd also like to thank you for listening. And I also want to encourage anyone who wants to come on and have their poetry shared. Please reach out. Again, thanks for joining me.